was waiting for you. Hey, what's wrong? Oh, it's nothing. It's just a readjustment. Your eyes. Hey, what's wrong? Oh, it's nothing. It's just a readjustment. Your eyes. Welcome to the Road to Damnation podcast. Uh, welcome everyone to the mini-sode. This is truly a mini-sode of the Road to Damnation, a Horace Heresy podcast. Uh, I'm here joined tonight with Shane and a Yo. very special guest. We have uh, the founder of Betrayer, Frenchie. Hey there. So, that, like, real quick, just to recap, this isn't just an episode to just shit on me because I'm not here to defend myself. I just want to make sure we're all on the same page here. I mean... You we did decide to do an episode. <laughs> we could show on you with you being here. I mean, <laughs> I mean, who decides to do an episode? You're like, we're going to record tonight. I'm going to get shit-faced. It'll be hilarious. And then just not show up. Dude, I felt so That's good really the next crazy. day, though, when I slept. <laughs> like, I woke up the next day. I was like, I feel great. <laughs> so, main reason we've invited Frenchie on tonight is we have Betray coming up. And I feel like, you know, Frenchie, if you want to uh, kind of give us a bit background into your heresy history. Who the hell are you? <laughs> what are you doing here? Um, all right. Well, that's easy. And um, I don't know if Shane actually knows because I've known Shane longer than I've known you, Lewis, unfortunately. Wow, but... I'm like a random extra. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, but I, I don't even know if Shane knows where my horse heresy um roots started uh so i run a a pretty big club uh 40k club here in our our local area in harrisburg pennsylvania and um you know we're always looking for new games and new things to explore into especially anything 40k related um because 40k is easy to get people into uh something people can really get passionate about and there's a ton of people absolutely so um so this new guy starts coming around and he's like, you know, I heard, you know, the store and he's like, does anyone play 30K in the area? And I was like, you know, I'd, I'd love to play 30K. I love the books, but, you know, we, we don't have a scene around here. And he was like, well, you should listen to I Have Horse podcast and make a scene. And I was like, that's a fantastic idea. And uh, that motherfucker was Sean Murphy. Oh, yeah. Figured he got me into 30K. Yep. Fucker. Um, Thanks, Murphy. Our own little little, uh, world word bear. Right there. Yeah. Fucking turd bear right there. That's awesome. Um, But yeah, so then um, I started listening to Eye of Horse and um, got kind of obsessed with it. And, uh, you know, wanted to play one Legion, but their rules weren't out. So we picked another Legion and then, you know, we found ways to make it affordable. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. (laughs) And then, um, yeah, and then got obsessed with listening to podcasts in the community and started planning out an event because we needed events, and I was already the guy who was running events in the area, so. That's um, awesome. But yeah. So, Frenchie, you didn't tell anyone which army you chose. You want to enlighten the listeners? <laughs> sure. Um, my first Legion was Raven Guard because... Thousand Suns didn't have rules, and we we had at the time we had just gotten like book three or four, so I was a ways off. Um, but I liked Korax, um, 
a lot. So I started with Raven Guard, and uh, I quickly learned that I am the worst player at infiltrating units ever. (laughs) (laughs) So, of course, I picked the perfect Legion. Um, So about two years into Raven Guard, I learned that uh, I figured out that they could do the Drop Pod army better than anybody else with special characters and their rights of war and all that kind of stuff. So I went that route and uh, then I actually started winning games. So what is, uh, what just re- like real hot, quick and dirty. Like what is it about uh, Raven guard that makes their drop pot army so lethal? So their main right of war is the decapitation strike. And I know it's not word for word, but essentially the way it breaks down is anyone who can take a rhino as a dedicated transport can take a drop pot. Okay. That's pretty awesome. And then they have a special character, um, the Strike Captain, who has an 18-inch bubble of no scattered deep strike. Okay, and then what so, you just infiltrate him? Yeah, so you infiltrate him with you know a squad that can take the punishment because he's he's a Nancy through and through, like power armor, power sword, bolt pistol, no invuln save, Nancy. Uh, um. Uh, so you kind of have to bubble wrap him, but then, you know, you sit him in the middle of the field and here's 36 inches in the center of the field that your drop pods don't scatter. Right. That's okay. That's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. So I think, um, I think my 2000 point list had something like seven or nine drop pods in it. Wow. Because <laughs> so, they also can take um, death storm drop pods as elites, um, which suddenly makes them decent. Again, mm-hmm. because uh, you know, coming Got down, you. dropping behind anything with a weak armor, it'll actually do some work when it doesn't scatter. Yeah, and and not even that, but you, oh yeah, that's true. And uh, you were playing them back when they before they got the little bit of a before the FAQ before they got a little bit of a buff. Yeah, I was still rocking them when they were sweet, sweet BS two. The turn they came down, ah, that was such a stupid fucking thing. <laughs> Sounds I'm like fucking... a bit of resentment right there. <laughs> no. yeah. oh, Jesus. Anyway. That's pretty dope. Yeah, Frenchie's uh this it's his fucking fault that I got so hard about world leaders, but uh yes. yeah. I'm Didn't glad you to mention... be your emotional fluffer. <laughs> Didn't you mention at some point that uh Frenchie uh and you played a uh game where you both started with draw pods? Yeah. Like you... You mentioned that at some point to me, Shane. Was it? Was it me and you, Frenchie? Yeah, that was uh, the Maryland team event. Oh, that yeah, we both took a yeah fifteen hundred point lists, and we both took a Charybdis. Fuck yeah! Well, not only did we take Charybdis, but we also took, in my opinion, the best two melee armies in the game. Yeah, and. Force fed people them. <laughs> <laughs> we beat a uh, Custodes and Salamanders team. Uh, who else? What was that other team we beat? Militia uh, and militia Sons of Horus. That's it. Damn. That militia one was a ton of fun, though. Yeah. We we didn't win that the last one, but we mauled the shit out of uh, Space Wolves and Iron Hands, though. You mean Custodes can lose? They the reason he lost is because we ignored him and just thrashed the shit out of the salamanders. <laughs> yep. Poor Legion. Poor Legion. Yeah, <laughs> don't ally with custodes. Yeah, That's okay. the truth. 
No one likes them. Let's be real. Who likes Custos? Pick your friends. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm bringing my friend. He's really into 30k. He's bringing his Custodes army. Oh, man. Do you really? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you turn. You're like, is he really that 30k? Oh, man. Comedy. All right. So we have a uh, Frenchie's background. So we're actually just going to do a, a hobby progress update. And I'm going to go straight to Frenchie on this one and kind of go, you know, Tell us about your hobby progress. Where you're at? What are you doing? Uh, so I've got some uh, last minute things I was working on for Betrayer. So um, my dumbass bought a bunch of assault marines and then built them without reading their rules and finding out that they can run power weapons. Um, <laughs> uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> so I had to buy more assault marines and then build a whole bunch of power weapons, uh, which is what I did. Uh, so they're finally up to stuff. And then I would, had a Sakarin that I was trying to get finished. I don't think it's going to get finished just because um, lately my main interest has been Titanicus. So I'm trying to finish my two Reavers, my two Warhounds, and some buildings for Betrayer. That sounds like a, a lot of what I've been doing because Titanicus has been my main interest for the period of time. Don't get me wrong, 30k is great. You know, get together, have some beers, play some games. But like Titanicus is really great. If you just want to show up to a store with like a small case of army and, and play, it's it's there. Yeah, your whole army fits in one box now. <laughs> it's so amazing. I have I haven't been like that since like two thousand and ten. <laughs> <laughs> when I had like twenty fucking tactical marines. I think that's why like kill team always hit so hard for me. Like old school kill team was just because oh, yeah. it was like, here's my 12 models. Let's do this. Yeah. There's something to be said about low model count. Me yeah. and, but it, it no excuses. Fuck off custodes. That's not why you're playing them. Fuck off. No excuses. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. I can't just base all my models in gold and call them done. No, no, no but I've seen that. Me. I faced it twice. Uh, All right, Shane. What's your hobby progress? Building space walls? Fuck you. Notice I said (laughs) building. (laughs) Fuck you guys. (laughs) Fuckers. I'm not even going to get into it. Um, So I did a little bit of work. I built some um, Titanicus buildings. uh, Because that's just some cool terrain. And I I got a shitload of it. Uh, I managed to finish five of the rampagers for that commission, and I'm in the middle of working on the last five, and then I'll close out the first part of that world leaders commission just in time for him to send me some more rhinos, and I think he's sending me a whirlwind or something. Or maybe it's a Sakaran, I forget. So, yep, pretty good. I haven't seen too many people play with the whirlwind. Whirlwind Scorpius or regular whirlwind. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, you're lucky. That's fucking brutal. I I mean, to Frenchie's uh, credit, the Sakaran battle tank is one of my favorite units in uh, 30k. Uh, just its versatility and its point cost. And it has such a heresy look to it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it does. So that's it for my hobby progress. What about you, uh, Lewis? 
So I am relatively sim- similar to Frenchie, except I sold my terrain to you. So <laughs> I've, I've, <laughs> I'm working on getting my Reavers painted. I have my Warlords painted, um, and I'm like starting to come up with an idea for basing them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'll have them ready for Betrayal, which is upsetting. Uh, just uh, yo, say what you want. Grad school has taken over my life. It's now my main focus on writing papers to get this done before the end of the semester. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I have everything base coded right now. I have uh, all of the metallics dry brushed and non oiled. Uh, to get the rust, uh, well, the the effect, and then I just have to paint all of the plating. So, yeah, I guess you get a pass. Yo, it's, you're welcome to do my work for me. You... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that! I cheated my way through high school. Get the hell out of here. High school? Try doing that for grad school. Yeah, how many times have been taught? Nah, fun. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Oh, I forgot. I uh, I picked up some hairspray today to start doing some hairspray technique shit. <laughs> was it because you listened to uh, Rune Storm painting? I was um, going to say it. I was almost going to get it wrong. I, I was really hoping you would too, because I was going to jump your shit. <laughs> um, it. I definitely was influenced by it because I was already planning on doing it because he was talking about it the other day in the chat, and then listening to that episode, I was just like, all right, like I'm going to fucking get this. If you need yeah. any help with that. Uh, we have a local guy who did that to a whole bunch of like bastions, and oh, his nice. stuff is beautiful. Oh, is that uh, Pat? Yep. Yeah, his shit's amazing. Holy fuck! Once again, I get to see all of these gorgeous armies. Uh, well, hopefully he'll be there uh, this weekend, which is the main reason we're here. Um, for anyone listening, uh, we're here because. We have Betrayer this weekend, and I want to put this out before the event, and Frenchie has joined us, and I really want him to help push this event. Let's try and get it to max, right? Yeah. <laughs> Crickets. All right. Crickets. So, Frenchie, how did you come up with Betrayer? Start there. Um, so, I've always had a love of big events. Um, so... You know, going to conventions, you know, getting pumped up for this, getting random swag, getting the trophy with, you know, the logo on it, all that kind of stuff. And um, so the best way to give you this, the backstory to Betrayer is to tell you what happened in in my local meta. And that is we had um, we had a pretty dedicated 40K group and we'll call them the old heads all right and um the old heads were super competitive um to the point where there was no new blood coming in because they scared it all off so what happens when a community doesn't have any fresh blood coming in um you know it just it gets stale and it dies out so 40k in my area had completely died out until I started the club and you know I saw the the community that people had with 30k and I wanted to make sure that uh that it was something that we could do and have thriving in our area so 
I started gathering people's ideas together and seeing like what was working elsewhere, you know, across the world, obviously Australia was a big, was a big thing at the time. Um, I mean, they still are, but, um, and then, uh, so I started gathering ideas here and, you know, I've done role-playing games since, you know, I was young. So I wanted to do more narrative events, uh, because it works really well with 30 K and it already having fantastic fluff. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I set out to do, to do a big event or something that would grow into a big event with a fluff background where people could really get into their characters. And I, I love the idea of people being like, Oh, I built this, this brand new Praetor model because of what happened to my character in Betrayer. And I don't think I've seen that just yet, but, um, it's it's like the pipe dream <laughs> for lack of a better term for someone that doesn't is not familiar with betrayal all right so yeah explain so there's betrayal part one two three and four that goes out throughout the year so yep. what happens from part one to part four and how does it progress so the first year we did it um it was just a straight progression of points and um i was doing it all by myself and it was it was tough because trying to run a 20 potentially 30 person event all by yourself is it's taxing especially you know when you're an adult and you have a job and a female and you're dealing and, with uh, nerds which is like herding fucking cats no you got a sheep it's a sheep it, no sheep listen sheep sheep do listen Sheep fucking listen. <laughs> fucking cats are like, fuck off. I'm drunk. <laughs> so, uh, but, you know, it's hard to do by yourself. Um, so, like, every time I was trying to do uh, something new, something to keep it, you know, ever-changing and all that kind of stuff. And um, to the credit of the first Betrayer crowd, um, they were extremely brutal. <laughs> I could see that. Uh, th- yeah. They would, uh, they would not hold their tongue when they hated something or I fucked something up. But at the same time, I had no one to bounce it off of, you know. So it was easy to make a lot of mistakes. Yeah. But uh, so what we do is we start off in, essentially we do it by quarters and uh, we escalate in points. So because the main thing I wanted to do with Betrayer was to have a good event and to have people grow their armies. So I wanted someone to be able to show up to the first event with their 1500 points that they've been working on. And then, you know, normally we would do every, we would do 500 points every other or every event. So, you know, 1500, 2000, 2500, 3000. And then um, people could kind of grow and it wasn't like, Oh, you don't have a fully painted armor. You can't play. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's essentially how we do it. And then we have a character leveling system, like a bunch of other, uh, events do. So, you know, you do certain activities and, you know, your guys benefit and then they level up and hopefully you give your character a name and give them a little story and, you know, all that kind of stuff, which is, you know, the, the end goal. Uh, and obviously I'd like to delve deeper into that. But, you know, got to do everything in baby steps. Definitely. 
definitely baby steps. After running our first event, there's definitely stuff I, I learned. And the council, definitely having people to bounce ideas off works tremendously. Um, so that was where Betrayer is originally. So right now, where would you say it's at? Because I know you have more people to help you now. Yeah, so uh, what I've done is I essentially, in the first year, um, I I spent as much time as I possibly could um, collecting feedback and collecting people's opinions and seeing who was there to generally help the community instead of just be, you know, that asshole that tore everybody down. Yeah. Um, we all know that. Local... Yeah. We all know that one guy. <laughs> well, and in my local meta, I had um, kind of the remnants of the old guys, the old heads. Yep. And um, they were anytime I brought out a rule that they did not like. So, for example, if, if um, you know, something was overpowered and everyone saw it that way, um, you know, the perfect example was Custodes. You know, when, yep. when I outlawed Custodes at first, people lost their minds. Um, someone actually told me uh, they had... They had a custode army, and he has three other painted 30k armies. And he said he wouldn't come to my event because he couldn't play his custode army. That's such a childish thing, though, to say to someone. I think I, I came across this in one of our uh, NJ chats. Like uh, the guy unrelated to 30k was setting out his standard, and he said he didn't want to see knight armies in this mega battle. And um, mm-hmm. This guy went on a tangent. He's like, "This store, I'm never going to this store that would allow this. This is basically biased to me." And like, I kind of said, "Dude, you know, if you're not happy with it, run your own event. Like, let's be real. Like, yeah. this is what he wants to do. If you're not happy with it, run your own event. People will show up if they want to come to it." So, well, and that's exactly it too, because you know, I had a guy who was running all the forty, or he was running a lot of the forty k tournaments because I. I wasn't super interested in 40k at the time and uh, I was watching the things he was doing. And so at the time he would, he would put in rules like um, no Lords of war. Okay. That's fine. Um, But he would say no Lords of war except for knights, night houses. Yeah. And guess who owned a night house, a fully painted night house, the guy who ran the event. And it's like, Nope, that's that's not that's not what I want to do. So anyway, um, the first year I I took my licks, I I learned what I could, and um, in the second year I decided that I didn't want to do it by myself, and that I needed to I needed to share the responsibility. So I took a good long look, and I I essentially built the War Princes, which is um, which is essentially my inner council. Nice. So, and where did you get the name inspiration? Fuck oh, you, so, Emperor's Children player. <laughs> <laughs> so it it is an Emperor's Children throwback, um, but it is not said by Fulgrim. So fuck you, Shane. <laughs> I was that was directed at Lewis and his because he's doing EC too. Well, I'm, oh, that's I'm, right. I like uh, the best way to describe it. Just to go off topic is I like bright colored armies. Like I want the there are the the color to pop. Like, I don't want to see black. I don't want to see silver. I want to see a color that pops into my face. I mean, I get that. I understand that. We all like things in our face. I get it. I get it. 
<laughs> yeah, I feel like I just said that wrong, and that was a good capture. <laughs> that explains all the highlighters that you're constantly buying. <laughs> oh, oh um, I got to so, Oh, man, I got to tell that story sometime. <laughs> Sorry. So uh, the War Princes are um, at, I believe it was book one, um, Horus Rising, but. Uh, Horus or Horus Fulgrim was always surrounded by his Lord Commanders, and uh, Sanguinius took notice to this, and he was like, "It's adorable watching you with all of your little war princes follow you around." And um, and he meant it kind of as a jab at you know Fulgrim and being pretty, but Fulgrim took it in stride, and he was like, "You know, they're they're the best of my legions. They're the people I can trust. They are my princes." And um, and I was like, "Yep, so I'll take it." <laughs> so that's where the war princes came from. <laughs> Fanboy, fap, 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 fap. <laughs> well, because at one point I had you know a Mornival that you know would help me run events, and the truth is, is everyone uses the Mornival because it's the most iconic. Um, and uh. To be honest, that that group of people kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. So I, I didn't want to use that same name again. I wanted to start something new and fresh. And people who were actually like-minded and had, you know, the events, um, the events well-being at heart instead of their own. No, so. it, it's it's definitely you don't want a person who's creating rules for the benefit of their army. You want it to be like. Yeah. So one of the most controversial things that we kind of had to decide was in the FAQ, the augmentary scanners. That augury scanners, you illiterate fuck. Dude, it's been a long day. Did I'm you guys not... come up with the language? <laughs> yeah, it's I called haven't... the English language. God damn it! Augmentary scan. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> It's 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 one of those words I just can't say right now <laughs> for long reasons. Uh, the augury scanner. Uh, the Augury yeah. Scanner. That's like one of the rules that's most controversial if you were talking about right now in game time's standpoint. There's some people that like implementation, there's others that are against it. Um, you have to make that decision and stick with it and not make an exception. Yeah. But I think you're going to have a lot of that whenever there's a new rule because you know, at the at the end of the day, people hate change. Um, which is part of the reason why I don't revamp Betrayer every time I do a new part while I would love to and just be like, okay, today we're going to try this. Um, I know it would freak people out and people would hate it. So just don't do it. So we have Betrayer coming up this weekend. For anyone that yep. hasn't signed up, sell me Betrayer. Why should I go to Betrayer? Not me in particular because I'm already registered, but sell it to someone. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, so, uh, Betrayer is, and I, I actually just thought of this today and it kind of makes me smile a little bit. And that is, um, Betrayer is the longest running Horus Heresy event, uh, north of the Mason Dixon line. So, um, we, we have a couple years doing this now and we, we take a lot of feedback and we get a lot of, um, people's thoughts on what we can be doing better and we look at other people's events and we we try and get as many people involved in 
the feedback aspect as we possibly can to make it the best event that we can. Um, Let's be honest. It's the premier 30K event on the fucking East Coast. Yeah. Outside of Nova. (laughs) Outside of Nova. Hey, man, I'm fucking world eaters. I'm supposed to be blunt. (laughs) But Shane's not wrong. Um, You know, we, we run probably one of the biggest outside of the guys in Richmond and Nova. And it's something that I'm really proud of because we, we've been killing it. And, um, you know, last earlier this year, we were selling out the store to the, that we play at, that we've been playing at for years to the point where we, we had to put a, a lot of thought and consideration into whether we had outgrown that store and whether we had to move. And, uh, you know, and that's, that's saying something when you can take a niche gaming group like 40 K is and boil it down to even more of a niche group, which is the horse heresy scene and then sell out an event, um, you know, sell out a store that holds something like 120 magic players on a, on a Friday night, you know? So that's something to be said, uh, with, you know, models and miniatures and whatnot but uh we do we have a great group of people running it um you know we put a lot of time and effort into it so it's a it's a great event they always run smooth we have um some pretty killer prize support we do bitchin trophies we rag on each other um yeah we go out for drinks afterwards i mean there's a really good sense yeah i mean that's one of the things i love about going to betrayer um, so I just, I got to gush a little bit here. Cause betrayers, what got me super, super hard for 30 K. Cause like when, um, so ironically, Sean Murphy and another guy, um, are the ones who got me into 30 K. Cause I was, I had, you know, I did what everyone, a lot of people do and found girls and alcohol. And so I, and so I dropped that of, uh, get the games workshop hobby for a while. Anyway, long story short, I already talked about this, but I got back into 30 K um as death guard and then i wanted to change the scenery so i went with world eaters but like i kind of lost my mojo for painting and i was supposed to you're a space wolf player that's Ah, why yeah yeah it's that 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 gray bare plastic three coats of rattle can done (laughs) that's hey are you spraying them i thought you were just building them (laughs) well you shamed me so much i figured i gotta at least do something no, but like, so I was like flagging in my hardness for heresy, but I like had some of these world eaters half-ass painted. And then I found out from ironically again, Mr. Sean, uh, Mr. Murphy here about um, betrayer. So I messaged Frenchie and was like, Hey, I realized I missed your deadline for pre-registration. Do you mind if I like, can I still come? No big deal. If I can, I understand. And Frenchie, uh, Mr. Frenchie here was gracious enough to allow me to come. So I, painted in the course of a week 22 tactical marines 10 red butchers and uh 10 rampagers for exactly oh and a praetor for 1250 <laughs> and i went and got my ass handed to me all day <laughs> but was it worth it but i had a great time it just oh my god it was it was awesome it got me it just kicked off my love of world eaters and uh, I just have been going. Now I missed the last one because we everyone knows uh, been to been a rough years funeral rise. But um, that was the first betrayer I've missed since it started, and uh, definitely kicking myself about that. But it's an amazing time. 
as an attendee, like you, you gotta go. Well, and I think I can add to Shane's story that Shane may not even know or remember about his very first Betrayer event. So, rag on Shane. Two fun stories about this. Uh, Well, they're actually they're not really rags, but Shane will still enjoy them. So, first off, when we started Horus Heresy and the Betrayer events, like we were all 40k players, and, and what that means—not to shit on an entire community, but um, that means we didn't paint. <laughs> we didn't have. <laughs> we could show up and we could play with our unpainted shit, and we would look across the table, and our friend shit would not be painted either. So it didn't <laughs> fucking matter. But so Shane shows up, and Shane and Sean are like the two guys that I knew that were coming in from Horus Heresy. And I was like, you know, I, I wasn't like, oh man, I really want to impress them. Oh, I want to suck these guys' dicks, you know. But, you know, you're kind of like, uh, you know, I hope, you know, I hope these guys like the event. I hope the event keeps going and I hope these guys go back to their homeland and, you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so Shane shows up and he's fully painted. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, that's pretty. And then Sean shows up, fully painted. No one else does. Oh, wait, even... didn't, didn't I bring a Death Guard player with me too? <laughs> oh, yeah, you brought another army. And I was like, oh, man, that's beautifully painted too. And he was like, oh, yeah, I didn't paint it. It was Shane. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, Okay. so the guys that normally like our local metal we got together every tuesday night and i i remember the the next tuesday one of the like first things that came out of my mouth was harrisburg crew we got to get our shit together (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) um but one of my favorite things was we in the old heads group, we we got a whole lot of, you know, that's going to fail. It's not going to do well. Blah 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 blah. And um, we had a particular player who, you know, and no point in throwing out names. They're not going to listen to this anyway. But uh, they played a white and blue army, and uh, the whole time it was, you know, oh that that's never going to succeed. No one's going to show up for that. All this kind of stuff. And then Shane, out of nowhere, shows up with a beautifully painted army that looks better than his. <laughs> and Shane's big boast is, oh, I painted most of this in the last 72 hours. <laughs> <laughs> and needless to say, that guy did not come to any more Betrayer events other than to just look at Shane's army and leave, which he's done five times now, by the way. Um, <laughs> But it's only gotten better and painted every every event because but like I oh, remember I like I sold so many world leaders because I was like ah they don't look good enough I got to repaint that yeah that's but funny yeah. I didn't know that no I didn't know that at all I know I know I figured I'd save it for one of these times that's perfect timing there's excellent story to add to that twist um yeah that's great so remind everyone even though they're probably sick of hearing it and. When is this event? How can they get in touch? How can they register? And 
all of that fun malarkey. All right. So it is this Saturday, uh, November 17th, at the Adventures Guild in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, it's right on Union Deposit Road. It's super easy to find. Um, you can either look for the event. It is Betrayer 2019 or 2018. Sorry. Been thinking about 19 a lot. And uh, part four. So uh, part four is 3,000 points. Uh, Lords of War obviously allowed, but with a 650-point cap. So you can bring the fun stuff, but not the dick stuff. <laughs> um, and uh, it's 20 bucks a head to get in, and that contributes towards prize support, and we'll be giving away trophies. And we're doing two rounds just because uh, the store's only open till 8 o'clock. Um, but we'll be starting at 11, and uh, yeah, we take a food break. We all go get TGI Fridays or what other, whatever other corporate garbage we can stuff our face full of. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a good time. You know, we still have a couple spots left, but not very many. So I, I, wouldn't, um, I wouldn't fuck off for very long. Uh, but the, the club I run is named Hawk, H-A-W-C. And if you want or you can't find the event, you can email us at hawk, H-A-W-C, of PA, at gmail.com. And uh, I can send you the player's pack and send you all the information and all the PayPal information, all that kind of stuff. Um, because we're always down to see new faces. Um, you know, because we, um, we had a guy, and I, I, I think you guys, well, you guys both know him. And that's Cody. And Cody, knowing nothing of this event, kind of walked. Oh, into hashtag it. fuck Cody. <laughs> hashtag fuck Cody. There you go. Um, he he walked into a betrayer event, and you know, left with a boner that could cut diamonds, which is <laughs> which means we're doing something right. Yes, it definitely um, does. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, the more people that we can get out, and you know, the bigger crowd, we always love meeting new people and hearing new ideas and all that kind of stuff. And this is the last one of the year, so it'll be it'll be a big thing. You know, we we're doing some bitching trophies, doing some funny trophies. Um, you know, and then the guild, you know, they normally give us some great prize support, stuff like that. So, but yeah. All right. So there you are, guys. It is Betrayer this weekend. If you haven't registered, you better go on it. Um, you'll see myself, Shane, obviously Frenchie there. Um, come say hi. Come join down. Come see these beautifully painted armies, which they are. Um, Frenchie hasn't even talked about how gorgeous his uh, Emperor's Children army is, and kind of partially. I saw his, uh, I, I want to say it's the Ambulus drop pod, right? Cryptus. Cryptus, yes. Cryptus. It's painted beautifully. The way it works is amazing. It kind of inspired me. It's like, I want my Emperor's Children to look somewhat like that. Um, <laughs> so, that's, you know, I see people's armies, and I'm like, damn, I have to paint better, because that looks amazing. Um, so, Frenchie, since we have you on, we have two things we do to lead out a show. The first <laughs> one is, which army of the Horus Heresy do you have no time for and you wish didn't have anything in there? <laughs> All right, so can I, can I answer that in two parts? You can. All right, so I'm going to answer it as a Emperor's Children player before the FAQ that just happened. 
Okay. <laughs> and an Emperor's Children player afterwards. And um, the reason for that is because if you played Emperor's Children before and your local meta involved three Imperial Fist players and no one else, oh. <laughs> um, you know, they can fuck themselves. Uh, because... <laughs> you could just say Stone Gauntlet. <laughs> yeah. Or, because or Stone Chris. Gauntlet. <laughs> So here's the problem. Stone Gauntlet's a problem for everybody, but it's a, it was especially a problem for Emperor's Children. So, And it was because of the one small rule that everyone forgot unless you played Emperor's Children, which is defensive grenades. So they fired defensive grenades, and it said disorderly charge. Yep. So what that did to Emperor's Children was I lost my initiative bonus, my, lamp, my spear no longer went AP2 or Strength 5, and I might as well have let you charge me. So now I'm playing the shittier version of Sons of Horus in purple. Yeah. Um, so, it, you get cucked pretty good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, can't blame them, but... After the FAQ? Ooh, after the FAQ. Um, it's like, fuck a whole legion? Is that is that the theme here? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just fucking or or army. army. I mean, you could be like, oh, you know, I fucking hate custodians or whatever. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a given, though. Yeah, that that's really like a cheap shot, really. Beating the yeah. redheaded stepchild. Yeah. Um, I would say... Fuck the power gaming Thousand Suns players. Oh, good one. That's right. fair. And that's the reason not- that is... It's because I am a narrative Thousand Suns player, and the only other Thousand Sun player I know in the area is Mr. Ben, and Ben also runs them narratively. And it's the people who are like, I brought 20 segment and Magnus. Oh, yeah. 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 Now, but yeah. I was going to say, you guys, that's the thing. Like, I really haven't had that problem with Thousand Suns players because you two are so well behaved. <laughs> <laughs> for lack of a better term. But that's exactly it. Like, it, you know, it's just like um, Tim and Eric say, you know, uh, yeah, Tim and Eric, Tim and Michael say. Tim it, and Eric also It all comes Reach down out. to, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, it all comes down to self-regulating, you know, like I yep. could run 20 cataphracti segment. I could also have no friends and, you know, wallow in a basement. Yeah. But. All right. That's fair. That's fair. I like that argument. Uh, actually, Bravo, when I played, sir. Bravo. <laughs> thank you. When I played Ben, it was probably one of my Not best. You. Ex- Fuck you. I meant fucking Frenchie. Damn you. Ruin my swan. No. <laughs> I played Ben. Ben was excellent. Great opponent. I'd play him again, and it was fun. He's um, a great dude, yeah. Good. Yeah. Should get him in. You should get him on here sometime just to talk about being a uh, 40k and a 30k player because he. Uh, we dish a lot of sh- player. Yeah, I mean, and we dish a lot of shit on Eighth Edition here, and Ben's like the one dude like because I, I played him in Eighth Edition, and it, I mean it was a fun game. Like we had a fu- like it wasn't a great game because it just wasn't my style, but it was a good game. You know if that makes sense. All right, so I, I think 40k is an okay game if you just want to play something for an hour, but the problem is the game is tailored towards the tournament player. And mm-hmm. it's so fucking annoying. 
but 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 Ben also plays tournaments. Like that's that's why I think we should have him on. He Ben's is just a real well-rounded dude, and I think it'd be cool to have his insight on here sometime. Oh, definitely, definitely. All right, so the final part to kick out the show is a funny story. Frenchie, do you have a funny story you want to lead us out on? Like that mm. time you woke up naked in a field surrounded by hookers and blow, you know, literally anything. Yeah, it's really just a, a funny thing we can lead out on. I felt like like one time I fell asleep at the wheel and I woke up in the mi- driving through the middle of a farm field. Like, <laughs> that happened. That's fine. <laughs> I nodded off for a second, but yeah, that was interesting. <clears throat> Something like that. <laughs> Um, it's okay. We can just edit all this dead space out. So take your time. <laughs> I'm well, I was just plan- I, I was just going to upload this straight up. Just not even edit it. Why not? God, I I'm mean, glad I'm trying. To. I'm glad I'm trying to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, off the top of my head, I can't think of any. Um, I, I can tell you some of my most embarrassing horse heresy moments. Go for it. Like. That works as well. All right. So just because, (laughs) yeah, just because Shane likes to casually bring this up, uh, I I will, I will tell the other side of this story about the time a thousand points of Emperor's children (laughs) died to a bullshit (laughs) twenty-man tactical squad. This is my favorite story ever. (laughs) So. Let me paint a scene for you. Um, we have Eidolon, you know, the guy that I I fell in love with so much that I built my Emperor's children to be Eidolon Strike Force. Um, so, like, pride and joy. Can't even bring myself to finish painting him like that much of a fanboy. Wow. So I finally take him and uh, I put him in a Charybdis. And I put uh, an apothecary in there just to give him feel no pain. And then I put a chaplain in there as well because why the fuck not? And then I fill the rest of the Charybdis with tacticals with additional close combat weapons because they're cheap. There's no point in jump packs and Palantine blades are are not worth the points. Um, so I, I put all this in a Charybdis. And I run it at the event where Shane and I teamed up and it, it does work, you know, because it's something like 60 attacks that are hitting on fours, re-rolling failed to hits. And then you have Eidolon at initiative seven with a thunder hammer, all with feel no pain and fearless coming out of a Charybdis. Like it does work. Yeah. Um, it takes names. So I did this against Shane and in a friendly game when we were like testing out some mission rules. Play, we were playtesting for Betrayer. <laughs> yeah. And um, Shane, unfortunately, you know, knows like what's in there. Doesn't even have to ask me what's in there. He spent the entire <laughs> day with me in Maryland. He knows what the fuck's in there. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. So... Uh, he then surrounds it with 20 inducti, or whatever the fuck they are. <laughs> Monsters. Um, and I was like, okay, it's just going to melt a bomb it. Okay. I was like, how many melt bombs you got? And you were like, oh, one. I was like, cool. 
Misses or does like two hole points. Either way, not enough to fucking matter. And then he's like, oh, yeah, my uh, my Garland Surlack or, or whatever the other character was that was in the squad has one, too. And I was like, oh, OK, cool. That guy hits. That guy blows up the Charybdis. <laughs> like, OK, it happens, you know, whatever. So I start getting all my models out and Shane's like, nah, man, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm getting so he's like, nah, they're all dead. And I was like, <laughs> the fuck they are. And I had to think about it because I'm like, am I really about to drag Shane into the middle of a street and have a fist fight <laughs> over me not being able to put down thousands of to thousands of Everest children? <laughs> and I'm sitting there and, you know, um, for those that don't know me at home, I, I am the epitome of an only child. So if you take my toy away... I- you need to show me all the rules. You need to show me why. And I'm going to be pissy about it and not want to talk to you. You are so fucking salty. Oh, my God. Literally the definition of salty. Oh, my gosh. I, I actually felt bad about it. I was like, oh, God, I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> so he may have felt bad, but that didn't stop him from doing it again and again and again. But uh, so, yeah. And then uh, so, yeah, they all died. And uh, I was like, well, there's a third of my army gone. Um, oh, oh. How about we just call it? And he was like, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's my fun, embarrassing story against Shane. Um, I think the only other time that I had a, a great funny story or a great realization was when we were playing. <sighs> I'm going to fuck up his name. I want to say David Robinson. Was that his name, the militia player? No, 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 no. Fuck. Uh, Austin, I think. Okay, either oh, way. Oh, God. Dude that, was amazing. I, uh, yeah, so, uh, he's fucking cool. So, yeah. this guy takes a militia army, beautifully painted, you know, has a ton of fun, great people to play against, and they all have Medicaid in them. You know, they all have apothecary, yep. their version of apothecary, so that they're not dying to bolt rounds like, you know, cannon fodder. Yep. And that was great. Until we all realize that the Charybdis is strength six on the burn down coming down and is double toughing all the humans <laughs> with fire. <laughs> and what's the, and the AP ignores their armor save. Yeah, it's like AP four or five, and it's just enough to like cut through the regular militia. <laughs> and so here it is, this thing's coming down, it does like D six plus three fire blast of strength six AP five or whatever. And it's just melting human flesh. <laughs> and the look on his face when he realized that like they were getting double toughed, it it was like someone shot his puppy. <laughs> yeah, because oh. then man, I remember he had that elite death. Uh, he had that squad of heavy bolters with AP three rounds, and we were just like, night out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about your luck. And I was like, oh, that won't be so bad. They're tough seven, right? And he's like, no, they're still tough three. They're just like three or four wounds a piece. And I was like, they're, oh. they're all double toughed. Sorry. There are no words that can, can describe this. And of course, Shane, you know, being the world eater player that he is, has no pity in his heart running around with strength six power axes. Just <laughs> inserting them into any human. With fucking a duck die. <laughs> yeah. You get one. You get one. You get one. 
it, it got to the point where if I made contact with the squad, he just was like, let me just. <laughs> yeah. How many attacks is that? That's 40. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to do the math. That, that's... <laughs> he was an awesome dude. Um, I played against him again at Nova and he's just an awesome guy. Really, really fun to play with. Super chill. Really great sport. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely can't say good. nice things. Yeah, there you go. That's a good way to put it. Frenchie, they were awesome heresy related stories. It's pretty funny though. I think you've enlightened me to uh, Shane's first experience of betrayal. He tells it well, but adding your side to it just makes it better. And then not only to top the story of losing <laughs> that many troops <laughs> <laughs> in a crew of this is is. So it makes me feel less bad about what happened to my fire drake. <laughs> that well, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. one thing I will tell you is uh, just like true Horus Heresy fashion, Shane is a world eater, and I am an emperor's children. So I do everything better than Shane. <laughs> <laughs> Fucker! <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> that's why your name's Birch in the chat. Remember that? <laughs> Birch. Bring, Bring it, it, Birch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, guys. So this is this has been our mini episode uh, leading into Betrayal. I hope you all guys like it. Please, if you can, make it out to the event. If you just want to come and see the beautifully painted armies, I definitely recommend doing that if they have room. Um, and like I said, this Saturday we'll give you updates. Check out the Facebook page, Instagram. If you want us to mention anything, or you want to come on a show message the nj oh sorry wrong one again road to damnation 30k at gmail.com and we can set that up if it works out in our favor if you want to come and you're just come pay registration if you don't have an army uh i'll probably have my world leaders there for loan so you can uh play with some drop pod assault world leaders and if we give enough heads up i'll bring the thousand sons too yeah there you go yeah so we'll have loaner armies there we are, guys. This is it from us. Uh, and thank Frenchie for coming on tonight. Yeah, thanks, uh, Frenchie. Appreciate you could make thanks it. Thanks for having me, guys. And uh, hopefully this event will be awesome. We'll be trying to get some live stream from the event. Oh, yeah. It's going to be sloppy. All right. Peace.